Welcome to another episode of Unfold with Maroon and Gold. This is another episode of our 12 Days of Podcast series. This episode is hosted by Arwin Zemaala and Maxim Klein. Today we are interviewing Miss Murano. Hi everyone, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, my name is Miss Murano, I'm the director of Christian Service and I'm a Christmas addict and a podcast addict as well. So I couldn't be happier to be here and I just want to say I'm so proud of Arwen and Max for setting this up, um, especially in a pandemic to be so creative. I know the times are tough, uh, but I'm really proud of you all and I'm really excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on the show. So we're just gonna start off with some interview questions and then we'll go from there. So how do you celebrate Christmas? Yeah, so my family loves Christmas. First of all, my first name is Noel, so I think that as a namesake holiday here, I have to represent every season. Um, but we really love Christmas, uh, especially because I have a very large family. Both my parents are divorced and remarried and have been for a while, but everybody's friends, which is a really unique situation. And so I get to have so many Christmases. Um, so something that's really special that we do is we like to make Christmas last as long as possible. So when I'm with my mom's family, we actually each open a present one at a time. Um, so my sister will go get the presents. She's like the elf and give it to each person in the family. And then we all watch as that person opens the gift um, because we try to make the season last as long as possible. And then when I go visit my dad's family and my brothers, um, it's just like a free for all. We open everything all at once, uh, but we eat a big meal together. And that's always really fun too. Um, food and being together are big parts of my family tradition. So um, we just, we love Christmas. It's really special to us because it's a time to all be with one another. That sounds like so much fun. I love big Christmases. So is there um, any tradition that you haven't mentioned or that you have um, that is unique to your family that is really special to you? Sure. So I was thinking about that because I was listening to your other podcast before this and something that is unique to us. I think that probably other people, I mean, maybe they do it, but um, when we're decorating our tree for Christmas with my mom's family, we wrap the ornaments paper, um, the, you know, the, and so then we open them up. Um, each person opens up an ornament and whatever ornament they get, they place on we add a new ornament each year um, that kind of like represents that, that year and what it meant to us. And so decorating the tree, we also like to extend for a really long time. We play Christmas music in the background. Um, so I think that might be a unique tradition. And then also Every year, Santa will give us movie tickets in our stockings, and we all like to go see a movie together, um, usually, you know, in the late afternoon on Christmas. So that's something special. I think a lot of New Yorkers might do that, but um, that's something that our family likes to do every year. Do you have like a favorite movie that you've watched on Christmas with your family? Oh, my gosh. Yes, of course. Um, so... My dad loves It's a Wonderful Life. It's one of his most favorite movies. Uh, he quotes it all the time. We have one of those signs, you know, one of those like wooden signs that hang above your door that say It's a Wonderful Life. Um, so that's a Christmas classic for sure that we love. Um, I also really love uh, like the animated uh, Rudolph movie. Do you all, have you seen those that before with the Island of Misfit Toys? Yes, one of my favorites. 
right? Yeah, we um, talked about that one on ours as well. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a classic. Um, you know, with the abominable snowman and the wants to be a kid who wants to be a dentist. Um, that's just like one of my ultimate childhood favorites. And then of course, more modern ones like Elf are hilarious. Can't get enough of that. But uh, yeah, Christmas movies are are awesome. It's one of the best times of the year. That sounds like so much fun. So we're going to move into the rapid fire portion of this. So we're just going to ask you a bunch, yes. of, a bunch of questions and then we're going to go into detail of some of them. Fire away. Who is the hardest person to buy gifts for, for you, do you think? Oh my gosh. The hardest person to buy gifts for um, in my family would likely be my stepfather because he, um, his birthday's in November and he's somebody who's uh, just like happy and content with whatever he has. So he really is really humble and, you know, we get him all the gifts in November. It's really hard when you have a birthday that's close to Christmas, I think. But um, he never really wants anything. So, uh, you know, it's hard to think of things to get for him just because he's always like, I don't need anything this year. And he's so humble. Um, but I like, I really, I really love giving gifts. It's probably one of my most favorite parts of Christmas um, in terms of like the gift part. Um, and so I try to think of something thoughtful that he would like. I'm sure he's not listening to this podcast, so I can tell you. Uh, but this year I got him um, a print because he likes to collect old photographs. I got him a print of Fire Island, which is where our beach house is. Um, and it's an old print from the 70s. So I try to be thoughtful because he's somebody who um, doesn't really ask for much. Uh, but yeah, that's always a tough one. Yeah, that's a common theme with a lot of our interviews. Everyone's like, the hardest person is the person who won't say what they want or or yeah, if they exactly. don't like something, they won't say anything. Right, yeah. But that sounds like it fits, so. Yeah. That's good. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> so um, our next question is, do you celebrate with a Christmas tree? Yes, of course. We love a good Christmas tree. Um, let's see. For many years, we used to buy a real tree. Um, and, you know, I've, as an avid listener of your podcast, I know there's a hotly contested tree debate amongst you two. Um, but we used to always get a real tree that we would just buy off the, the streets of Manhattan. Um, we have a small apartment, but we like to make it high and tall. Um, no Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown Christmas trees. But um, they started to get just so expensive over the years. And so we decided a few years ago uh, to invest in a fake tree. Um, and I was devastated at first, but it actually looks real. Um, this year, I might spray it with some pine smell to be nostalgic. Uh, but we, we have a fake tree in our family and we decorate it and it's great. I currently you know, don't live with my parents anymore um, and I don't have a tree in my house yet, but on my way home from Loyola, I stopped by 86th Street to inquire about one of their small trees. So just trying to be tree inclusive here and get both small and big trees involved this season. That's probably a perfect answer, actually. <laughs> um, thank you. The yeah. next one is, what is your favorite part of Christmas at Loyola? Oh, Christmas at Loyola. It's one of the best times of the year. I miss it a lot this year. I know, um, you know, it's been tough to recreate a lot of those memories, but Christmas at Loyola is probably one of my most favorite times, um, both from being a faculty member and when I was when I was your age as a student there. 
Um, you know, I love all the decorations that we put out. Um, but I, and I love doing the Kris Kringle. I think that is so much fun, especially when you, um, you get someone that, you know, that's your friend and you can, you know, really be thoughtful with your gifts. Um, but I think probably the thing that I love the most is Christmas assembly. I just think it's so much fun. Um, you know, when we have someone play Santa Claus and we do the competitions and the singing, I think you really see some of the best parts of the community of Loyola and the camaraderie. And it just really brings together the Christmas spirit. And then I love our Christmas mass that we have every year. Um, I think, you know, just being all together, uh, being in church or Wallace Hall, it's always so beautiful. And I love the songs that we sing. And speaking about all this makes me miss it even more. Um, but I'm hopeful next year we can be back at it. Yeah, it's crazy to think that was one of our biggest things, like coming into the school that we were excited for, the seniors would tell us about the Christmas assembly. And it's sad that we're only going to get three of them at our time at Loyola, but we yeah. really enjoyed last year's. We were talking about this yeah. yesterday when we recorded another episode Yes, about um, some of the different games, like um, what it, the relay race, the so whipped cream. Right, the, the eating the whipped cream. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that's always <laughs> hilarious. That was <laughs> <laughs> that always ends up being one of the most hilarious ones. But uh, I love the singing competitions. How fun are those? Those are really fun, especially when the teachers are involved, too. I think they're always good sports. Um, yeah, so I'm, I miss those. But don't worry, you'll you'll have we'll make like the biggest one ever for your senior year. How about that? Yeah, it's crazy. We're going to be seniors next year. I can't even believe that. <laughs> it's wild. I feel like you were just a little freshman the other day. Feels like that. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, that might have to be its own conversation, but apart yeah. from that. Yeah. Um, so, our next question is What is the best gift you've ever received? Mm, that's a tough one. The best gift I've ever received. We could be like really corny um, or really sweet. I mean, I think like some of the best gifts I've ever received have probably been from my sister uh, when she was little, like some of the homemade gifts that she would make. I just really appreciate the thoughtful gifts. Um, I'm not somebody who like needs a lot of things or, uh, you know, wants big expensive things. Um, I try to be more as much simplistic as I can, but um, yeah, I just love anything that's like really thoughtful. Um, you know, so I've had like homemade cards that I have loved so much. Um, thinking back to when I was really little, um, I remember my mom got me an easy bake oven, which for us was really expensive um, back in the day. And that was like one of the most thoughtful things that she did. And I remember really loving that as a kid. Um, although those are probably not really safe to consume those things now that I think about it as an adult, um, we were cooking with a tiny light bulb. Um, but that was a, that was a really sweet gift. I remember from when I was little, um, yeah. And then now I just, I always have enjoyed, um, experiences as well. So it's, I really like when people get me things that we can do together to make a memory, um, so whether that's going to see a Christmas show, um, ooh, one time as a family, we went to see uh, a magic show, um, which then became part of our Christmas tradition. Um, I think his name is uh, Shin Lim. He does like, I don't know if you guys, I'm obsessed with magic also. Maybe we can do a whole nother podcast about that. <laughs> but um, so yeah, he's like an up close uh, hand trick magician. 
and he did like a holiday show and it was amazing. So I really like, you know, I say, I, I sense a theme here with me that I like things that are thoughtful experiences where I can just be with friends and family. So yeah, those have been my favorite things. Yeah, that's definitely um, relatable for both of us and cool to hear another point of view for that question, definitely. Um, the next one is, what is your favorite Christmas song? If you had to choose one. Again, so difficult, so many choices. Um, so I would say my favorite uh, secular Christmas song so like a non-religious Christmas song, because I have to divide the categories because there are so many good ones, um, would be uh, Faith's Hill, you know, Faith Hill. And she sings that song, Where Are You Christmas? Yes. Very into that. I don't know why there's a crescendo, maybe because it was in the Grinch movie and it's just like brings so many memories. Um, but I always get into that. Obviously, Mar Mariah Carey, Queen of Christmas. Uh, you can't mention Christmas songs without her. Um, so I, you know, I really like that, but in terms of, uh, religious Christmas songs, I really love, um, like, Oh, Holy Night, because I just think that's so beautiful and Silent Night as well. Um, I was in the choir at Loyola and then in college and anytime we'd get to sing those songs, uh, was some of my most favorite times at masses. Um, so I really like those. If anyone's looking for some Christmas music, I listen exclusively during the holiday season to a radio station in Ireland called Christmas FM, and it plays Christmas music 24-7. So I am shouting out another radio station, Christmas FM here. Uh, maybe we can give them a plug and we can get some more Loyola listeners. Um, I've already gotten some faculty on board, but if you're looking for great Christmas music, look no further. That sounds amazing. Thank you for the suggestions. Wow, I love it when you have <laughs> yeah. Check out Christmas FM. You can also shout out your friends and they'll read it on air. And I've done it. And it's pretty hilarious and super sweet. I used to hear my parents used to tell me stories about how their friends when they were younger, they would like call into the radio station and that's yes. how they talk to people. <laughs> of course. Crazy. Of course. I did it on the, one of the service trips to West Virginia with Mr. Egner. We called in a radio station that we were listening to while we were on the road and uh, I couldn't get through, but you know, I was close. I was trying to shout out the other Loyola van. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I know. I know. You got to bring back these old school radio traditions. Definitely. Whenever I turn on I the know, radio, it's it's a surprise. I like That's it. That's why the radio is so fun is that you never exactly. know. I mean, you can stream your playlists and Spotify and like get all the songs you love, but you can't be surprised in the same way that you are on the radio. Bring back radio. <laughs> my suggestion. Definitely. Well, this is our final question, but I thought it was really appropriate. Um, giving how do you give back during the holidays? Oh, that's a great question. Of course. I mean, for me personally, you know, something that I'm really missing this year is the service trips experiences. Um, it's one of my favorite parts of my job, and it's why I wanted to work at a Jesuit school. Um, and it's something that I love doing with you all, with students. Um, so I really miss that. And one of the things I look forward to the most is the YSOP trip. Uh, which would have been, you know, maybe some of you have been on, uh, but, you know, we would have already been um, on that at this point. Um, and so I think 
doing experiences like that, where you're able to give back directly really puts into perspective what Christmas season is all about. Um, you know, take away all the presents and take away the commercialism, you take away the songs and the movies. And that's, you know, if you did all that, um, the real spirit of Christmas you know, would still be there. And I think this year more than ever shows that to us. Um, and while all the other things are great and well and good, and we should celebrate, um, I think when you're able to give back in a way to serve others, it just really puts into perspective what the season's all about. So, I mean, you know, you guys know this, but, you know, on Saturday of YSOP, normally you split into these small groups and you do service throughout New York City. And for the last couple of years, I've had some really great placements where, um, you know, we went to soup kitchens or food pantries and we decorated um, for the season for the people that were coming in for the meals. Um, and I think it was really important that those soup kitchens decorated. They made little hygiene kits with um, small presents for the kids and for the adults. And do people need those things to survive? No, they need food. But it's those little things that get at that um, human dignity that is often missing for some of these people in their lives that I think is really what Christmas is all about. So I think those experiences are really important to keep in mind, especially this year. Um, and, you know, it's harder to do because we, we're so isolated and we have to also stay safe. But um, those are things that, that I really like to do to give back on Christmas um, and throughout, you know, the whole season. But it feels particularly meaningful this time of year. So um, looking forward to, to doing more of that next year with you all. Um, and for this year, what I've been doing is writing some cards um, to some local soup kitchens and some hospital workers. And I've been dropping those off with some of the delicious baked goods that the Loyola students have been giving me to give out to Mount Sinai and Sloan. Um, and they've been really appreciative of all of those things. So I'll continue to do that. And hopefully all of Loyola can continue to do um, those small gestures, but know that they really go a long way, especially during the holidays. So yeah. It's been tough, but, you know, trying to hang in there for other people too. Yeah, thank you. Um, that sounds really nice. So, Yeah, I had the opportunity to go on YSOP last year, and I definitely, that was my first service trip, and it was crazy because I just didn't understand how much it would impact me, and that has really stayed with me since I've gone, just the feeling that of giving back, Um and it was a really special experience and I'm glad that I got to go on it and I'm making Maxim come with us next year. <laughs> yes, we certainly are. Yeah, you did a great job, Arwen, on that trip. And uh, it's an awesome first experience for a lot of people as an intro to the longer service experiences. And I would definitely suggest, you know, to step out of your comfort zone even more and go on some of the longer experiences because, you know, yes, you're able to give back, but you also, as you mentioned, Arwen, learn so much and gain so much yourself, um, you know, more, sometimes more than you could ever give. And I think that um, that's really important to keep in mind what Christmas is really all about, especially this year as people are struggling. So I'm glad that was a meaningful experience for you. And I, I can't wait to get back at it hopefully soon. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Ms. Morano, for being on this episode. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You two are doing a wonderful job. Thank you so much. Thank you. We really appreciate hearing what you have to say. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unfold with Maroon and Gold. And as usual, if you have any questions or would like to be part of the creation process, contact Arwen or I. Thanks for listening.